Let's talk about some of the things that are uh, going on this morning. It's Friday, March 3rd, and we know we're uh, inching closer to March Madness. We had Michigan basketball yesterday, Michigan basketball on the on the bubble, as they say, uh, before you know they have the big selection Sunday and figure out who's going to make it in. The team of 64, which really now is like the team of like 70 because they have all the like the play-in games and stuff like that. I'd love for Michigan to make it in, uh, even if it's like in the last, the very, very last play-in to the tournament thing. If they can just get in, I don't know if they have a shot, but I think it would just be nice to have more Michigan basketball. I'd be okay with that. Um, but speaking of that, it must be stressing players out or something because I think I have found the strangest uh, injury to ever be reported on any injury report in all of sports. You know, we've heard of players missing practice for games like uh, in games like il- for illnesses, uh, other injuries, but an Illinois player, which I believe did Michigan just play Illinois last night, an Illinois player, Matthew Mayer. He broke new ground by missing practice this past week because of, quote-unquote, caffeine poisoning. Now, it is a real thing. I mean, we talked about this on the show a while back about you need to have, like, your limit is 400 milligrams or something like that. Now, Mayer says that after the team lost to Ohio State this past weekend, or last weekend, He sat down in his room to play video games and drank five Monster Energy drinks while playing and became ill afterwards. Five? I can barely have one energy drink. So that's, uh, I don't know the, the caffeine count, but that's a lot. Even if one of them has, you know, 100 or 150, you're way over the limit. Um, so, yeah, that's on the injury report. You know, one at one time, uh, I thought one of the strangest injury reports was uh, back, I think it was a late 90s, early 2000s, Sammy Sosa had to be on the injury report because uh, he threw his back out from a sneeze. And I thought, what a baby. And then I sneezed hard enough to throw my back out. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that hurts. I don't think I could play baseball either. Um, so there you go, caffeine poisoning. It's a real thing. You can watch out, especially as you're having your coffee this morning. I know you like uh, to have coffee or tea. Just don't uh, do too much. Uh, other things in sports. Today's uh, the National Hockey League's uh, trade deadline. Um, in other sports, uh, things are starting to heat up here pretty soon in the NFL with free agency. Uh, But I saw this yesterday. I thought this was pretty interesting. And this comes out usually around this time of year where uh, they ask the players to grade all of the different stadiums. And they put it all together to see which teams are the best, according to them. Everything from, you know, the locker room, travel accommodations, um, trainers, trainers. the coaching staff, all of that is kind of rolled into one big review. And apparently the NFL's worst team is, well, one of the worst teams on record as well, the Washington Commanders. A new survey by the NFL Players Association 
They rated everything. Um, also, how they feed the players and the hotels that they stay at. Uh, out of 13,000 votes, or 1,300 votes, that is. Not 13,000. 1,300 votes. The commanders got an F. Oof. Yeah, like bottom of line on almost everything. The Arizona Cardinals scored only slightly better, and the L.A. Chargers were uh, third to last, uh, thanks to what they said, gross hot tubs and sh- and training facilities. Yeah, I don't I don't need to know more. But the best team, the team that scored the highest, pretty much all A's, uh, was the Minnesota Vikings. I know they got their new stadium a few years back, so uh, they're just they're doing it right over there. Um, other teams that made the top towards the top of the list: uh, Miami, the Miami Dolphins, and the Las Vegas Raiders. So there you go. Now, I'd like for them to put together a fan vote as well because. You know, we could vote on just about everything from, you know, the stadium and, and what that's like, the the beer prices, the hot dogs, and even the the jerseys, um, all of that stuff. Just that, that fan experience. So, I mean, fan experience grade, if you've been to in the NFL game or just as a fan, who would you say is the best? I mean, I'm a Bears fan, but I've also been to uh, the Lions Stadium. Ford Field, fantastic. I've been to the Colts Stadium, fantastic. Um, so I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. Well, let's think on that. But uh, some uh, weird holidays that are happening today you should know about. Uh, speaking of being in a stadium, it's National Anthem Day. Uh, on March 3rd, 1931, Congress voted to make the Star-Spangled Banner the official anthem of the United States of America Written by Francis Scott Key, of course, who was inspired by the rocket's red glare of the Battle of Baltimore during the War of 1812. Until then, the closest thing we had to a national song was My Country Tis of Thee, um, which basically is like God Save the Queen, but with different words. Um, Speaking of that, if you want to sing the national anthem at a stadium... I did see that the, I think it's the auditions are still going on. You can submit for uh, the South Bend Cubs. I've been, I've been told that I should do that. I've always, I've sang the national anthem before, uh, many times actually, uh, with groups, but also by myself. I don't know. I'd get nervous. I get nervous trying to do it all that stuff. I know I can, I can do it. It's a tough song to sing, but I know I can do it. Uh, practiced a lot, but I just, I don't know. Maybe should I submit my should, should I submit a video? Let me know. 925WSJM. But it, it's the South Bend Cubs. If you just Google it, uh, you can send in an application. Uh, today's also National Day of Unplugging, uh, encouraging everybody to take a break from technology, electronics, and social media. But good luck with that. Uh, but useless knowledge about that. So there are supposedly 4.76 billion people on social media right now. That's nearly half of the world's population. And even more own a smartphone. And there are 6.8 billion, that's billion with a B, of them accidentally butt dialing somebody at any given point. Uh, today's also talking the third person day. Uh, so Johnny would love for you to do that. Uh, your chance to be like one of those annoying people who talk about themselves in the third person. Uh, it just reminds me of Seinfeld when he said, when he would just talk, uh, was it, it was George, George did it, but there was somebody else. 
uh, that did it as well. I can't remember the guy's name. A little Seinfeld trivia for you if you know that answer. Um, also, World Wildlife Day, World Hearing Day, National Cold Cuts Day. So if you're looking for something for lunch, there's that. Uh, you can also uh, celebrate for dessert with National Girl Scout Cookie Weekend. So I'm sure you'll see quite a lot of Girl Scout cookie uh, sellers at the supermarket, um, and just about anywhere, the side of the road, maybe knocking on your door as well this weekend. Um, let them in because you know you love Girl Scout cookies and you're going to buy them anyway. And it, it goes to a great organization. Today is also National Appreciation Day. Hopefully you have a good organization. Uh, Employee Appreciation Day. According to a recent survey, a recent study, the majority of American workers say gestures of appreciation are in very short supply. The study found that 67% of employed Americans say that they feel undervalued at work and don't feel appreciated. Is that you? Millennials are much more likely than uh, older workers to feel unappreciated, as uh, are those who work for companies with more than 100 employees. So hopefully you're not unappreciated today. I appreciate you. I just hope your uh, your boss does as well. And bosses, if you're listening, if you want to appreciate uh, your employees more, maybe you haven't done something for them lately, maybe get them some Girl Scout cookies. Just the thought. It's time for Got Something to Say, where we talk to your friends and neighbors about things happening right here in our community. Everything from uh, local nonprofits doing fundraisers or just uh, needing volunteers or uh, everything in between. If you're part of one, feel free to reach out to me. You can give me a call, 925-WSJM. You can email let's talk at wsjm.com. I know I've had some people that have emailed me recently. Looking forward to talking with them uh, for the first time, some of these organizations. So that's uh, pretty exciting. So I'd love to hear from you. Uh, get a hold of me so you can be on Got Something to Say. It's brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you. My guest today is Mary Morphy. Hello, Mary. Hey, Johnny, how are you? I am doing fantastic. You are uh, with, uh, are we saying Conexus or Michigan Works on this one? Because you've got, a, <laughs> I know, a ton of different things going on over there. Uh, which which one are we going with? So Conexus Group has a family of organizations, and one of our organizations is Michigan Works, which is the organization I'm talking to you about day. Okay. And we don't want to give people more confusion, but uh, with the many, it's like an umbrella. If you look at an umbrella uh, and then you have the things underneath the umbrella that are part of the things that you're protecting and then you're, you're, you know, keeping out of the rain, um, you have other organizations underneath that umbrella. Yes. Right. So yes, Connexus Group kind of focuses on workforce, community, and economic development. Mm -hmm. And Michigan Works really fits that mold for the work, the workforce sphere that we protect under our umbrella. So we're always talking to you typically um, about education and yeah. training and adult and youth services that we have here locally in Bering Cass and Van Buren counties. Some of the other subsidiaries under Conexus Group are statewide. Mm -hmm. um, some are regional. So, um, but this is the one we're usually talking to you about here on on your station. I love it. Uh, and I guess we missed we missed the the analogy. We should have instead of saying umbrella, we should have said house because <laughs> what we're talking about today 
is Youth Build, which yes. could have worked out perfectly. We missed the boat on that one, but that's all right. Tell me, Mary, a little bit more about Youth Build. Absolutely. So Youth Build helps young adults who are 16 to 24 years old, and we help them earn money while they're learning. So um, we know that is a barrier for folks mm-hmm. is paying for education or that training. And this kind of flips the script there because we're helping individuals earn that money while they're getting their education or training. So individuals have a chance to earn their GED or their high school diploma um, partnered with our Bridge Academy of Southwest Michigan, as well as our adult education program at Michigan Works. Um, we can help individuals become certified in competitive industries. So maybe college isn't for you. And so that is something that we take into consideration. We help folks with apprenticeships, employment. We help them learn all the valuable skills that make you competitive in the work, uh, the workplace. And then we also help them build lifelong friendships and, and mentorships for beyond the program. That's really cool. Yeah, a, a fantastic program that you guys offer. Now, I understand that young adults in this program also can get assistance in other ways as well. Is that right? Yes. So this is consistent with a lot of our programs over at Michigan Works, but we can help individuals with housing, transportation, food. I know food is a big one. Um, there's a lot of food insecurity that exists in our communities. Mm-hmm. Child care, so helping folks afford that child care piece. We know that that is often a barrier for employment and training. Um, work clothes, resume and cover letter assistance. And honestly, if there's something getting in your way to success that we don't, we didn't list here, mm-hmm. um, we can likely address it. And if we can't, we have community partners that can help you out. Okay. And so they would, when they're getting, you know, that information and talking with you about, you know, being a part of the program, they kind of just spell out some of those, those needs, right? Yes. Yep. So that would just be kind of a conversation on what are your concerns? What are those barriers um, that are stopping you from accomplishing what your, what your goals are? Right. And once we, once we have those discussions, we can find ways to address those one at a time. Now, Mary, I heard you have a pretty big event that's coming up for people that are interested in getting engaged with Youth Build and uh, your other youth programs that you have at Michigan Works. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yes. So we are actually hosting our 2023. It is the Youth Spring Bash Day. So that is coming up on Friday, March 24th. It's from noon to 4 p.m., It will take place at our Youth Build facility, which is known as the Next Level Tech Center, and that is in Benton Harbor, located at 315 East Main Street. Okay, awesome. Uh, Do we need to RSVP or just kind of just show up and, and have some fun? Yeah, so individuals are responsible for RSVPing to mm-hmm. the event. They can do that from our Benton Harbor Youth Build website, which is bettonharboryouthbuild.org. They can fill out an application from that site. They can also learn more about the Spring Bash event under the, the events tab. Mm-hmm. We also posted about this on our Michigan Works social media pages and our Youth Build social media pages. Um, but it's going to be a fun day. Honestly, I think you would like to come, Johnny. There's going to be lots of young adults there, um, a chance to network with one another and connect with our team. Um, there's going to be so many different programs available, services, things like that, um, where individuals can find their, their best fit for them and their schedule. 
Um, but we're gonna have a three point challenge, which I heard that you're really good at basketball, so you should probably come and do that. We're where, gonna have some wait, free wait, food. Wait, where did you hear that from? Because uh, I have, even when I was in my my prime in high school, I was you would never hear the words great. Uh, especially when it came to basketball, it's like, okay, he's an okay shooter. That was about it. Um, I so. heard that you're pretty good. So you should come in and be a part of the three point challenge, right. but Hey, they're going to have free food, um, at okay. this event, virtual reality station, which maybe you're more of a gamer, um, music. And then, you know, just a bunch of different things taking place, prize giveaways, um, if you register for the event um, prior to attendance or if you attend, you're automatically um, entered into the drawing for some of the prizes. Oh, that's really cool. Should I show up in disguise and act like a teenager? Like I'm thinking like uh, a backpack with a with a skateboard and maybe like a oh, backwards yeah. hat. I'll I'll shave off the beard and, and just say, hey, cool kids, let's have some fun. Well, yeah, because you're you're 16 to 24 years old, right, Johnny? So we should be able to get you in the program, no sure. problem. Sure. When I when I shave, <laughs> I look like a 12 year old, so uh, I think that would that would work. Um, but um, yeah, like you said, this is really great, and and people that are in that age group, it's a fun thing to do. But also, you know, if you've got kids uh, that are you know in that age bracket as well, good for the whole family to come and enjoy this spring bash, right? Yeah. Um, you know, this is a really about taking that next step. Yeah. So whether it's education, training, finding a solution to, to barriers, to things, maybe you're looking to earn money while you're learning this stuff. Maybe you can't, you know, take time away from work to accomplish your education goals or your training goals because you need the income. So this is really a great opportunity. Um, we only have 56 slots, hmm. Johnny. So, it fills up pretty quickly. It's competitive. Um, you know, individuals really need to put their best foot forward and having the opportunity to get training, earn money, get your education, and then build the great friendships along the way is awesome. That's really great. Um, again, if we want to learn more about this uh, this program and the things you guys offer, and like you said, this is just, Youth Build is just one of the many programs that you offer Um so if we want to learn more about the cool stuff that you guys have with Michigan Works and Youth Build and everything that's under the umbrella or the in the house of uh, your organization, how do we go about learning more about this stuff? Yeah, great question. So for Benton Harbor uh, Youth Build specifically, it's bettonharboryouthbuild.org. So any events that they're engaged in or their application period, um, you know, get, filling those 56 slots, um, if you're wanting to be part of that, that is at bettonharboryouthbuild.org. If you don't think that that's the right program for you or, um, you know, you're curious about what else we have out there, miworks.org has a lot of information for both employers and job seekers. Um, if you're in that 16 to 24 years old bracket and you're mm -hmm. kind of interested in some of the other programs that Michigan Works can offer you, um, there is a little tab there on miworks.org and it's called the Young Adults tab. So miworks.org slash youth is where you can find additional information. And then, of course, we're on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. So you can find us there. And I know that you have uh, a closet of, of different things that people can come and get if they're, you know, getting ready for job interviews or things like that. If I need to come to you for disguises so that I can pass <laughs> as a 16 to 24 year old for this event, uh, this spring bash that you have coming up, can I come and get some disguises? You know, Johnny, 
I honestly don't think we would give you clothing for your disguises, okay. but if you need it for resume assistance oh, okay. or if you if you want to go you know to a job interview, right. we might have some things for you. Yeah, much better than just being my disguise closet. Uh, <laughs> I think you yeah, better resource right there. Um, again, <laughs> like you said, that that event that Spring Bash is going to happen at 315 East Main Street. That's the Next Level Tech Center. Uh, looks really cool, by the way. You you really can't miss it. It's right there. It's it's like all black, right? It's like a gray yeah. color. Really, really neat. Um, so definitely check that out uh, there. And that's the thing is, is knowing the addresses is important because I know you have so many great offices um, on Main Street and so many great things. It's almost like the, it's the road to opportunity is what we should change Main wow. Street. Ah, that's great. Ah, there you go. I, I, you can take that name. I'll give that. I'll give that to you. Perfect. Um, we'll have to get it verified by the city. But definitely check it out. You said BentonHarborYouthBuild.org is where we can learn more information about Youth Build and that great event that's coming up, right? Yep, that's right, Johnny. Awesome, Mary. Always good to chat with you, and thank you so much for telling us about all the things that you guys offer with your great organization. Thank you so much for having me. And if you're part of an organization that would love to chat with me and be on Got Something to Say and get the word out to the community, feel free to reach out. Email letstalkatwsjm.com and call 925-WSJM. Got Something to Say, brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Hey, look who's in here. It's Jocelyn. It's me. Hello, everybody. I feel like you need theme music or something like that. Oh, I'll work on that. It's Jocelyn. Da -da 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 -da. It's a little too 70s for me, but oh, we'll yeah. find something. All right, we'll work on that. Uh, you know, we've worked uh, different jobs in our lifetime. This was actually my first job. My first real job was working Ever. at the radio station. Um, but we've had odds and ends jobs. Uh, cleaning. I've cleaned houses. Uh, I've, I used to work in my, uh, my family shop, sweeping floors and doing things like that. I well, was a carny. You were a carny. What was what was it like being a carny? Well, it was it was the the food portion of it. So it wasn't, you know, like real carny work. Okay. Yeah, you weren't like the tilt a whirl, which no. you would love to be the tilt a whirl operator. That would be you? my dream job. Only if you could ride it. Like I would just ride it all day long. It's the greatest ride ever invented. Right. Yeah, you don't want to do like what what was it, Joe Dirt? He was I think he was the tilt a whirl I think operator, he was. right? Yeah. But, <laughs> Hose them down. <laughs> yeah, no, not that, not that aspect of it. But now, uh, you know, we work in this uh, more corporate setting, I guess, where it's business like slash guest room of our home. But yes, 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 it is the guest room. This, yeah, this is the corporate office, which mm -hmm. is the spare bedroom. Mm -hmm. I bring um, my briefcase in here every time I enter. But we still get those company emails and things like that. And my biggest pet peeve, and I tell people this all the time at the radio station, can we not reply all? Yeah, that's the worst. Replying all to emails is probably the the worst thing. And not even when it's a replying all, like, like a response that requires a response. Yeah. It's just like a Okay, got it. Nope, yep. that is not necessary. <laughs> you can just text the original sender. Cool. Yeah. Like we get birthday, which I love it. We do birthday announcements. Uh, I love that Kathy at the front desk does that and lets everybody know, hey, it's somebody's birthday. She's magical. 
That's great.、Mm-hmm. I love it.、Mm-hmm. What I don't love about it is that everybody will reply all, hey, happy birthday. Hey,、right. happy birthday.、You、hey, happy birthday. You can just send that email to the birthday person. Send it to the person that is having the birthday, not, you know, <clears throat> jam up my emails with like 30 emails of happy birthday, thumbs up, happy birthday. Uh, but when you do get emails from a lot of people and you have corporate meetings or just business meetings on things, there's a lot of buzzwords that people use and use too much and phrases that they use.、Uh, somebody recently surveyed a bunch of people.、Uh, this comes from a website called Preply. Preply?、Uh, I just love these websites because. Okay. They, they just, you never know that these, these companies exist until they do these surveys. I'm going to Google Preply after this. But they ask a bunch of people that work in corporate jobs which cliches really bother them the most. And they came up with their top 10 very worst ones. And in no particular order,、uh, you've probably heard this. Maybe you are, are guilty of using these cliches as well.、Uh, Let's just throw it up and see what sticks. Yeah, I don't like that.、Uh, no, don't use that one.、Uh, what does that even mean? Like, your idea might be good, but maybe not for me, but I don't want to say that. Right. And I don't think anybody's in the, in the,、uh, the boardroom throwing th- ide- th- taking ideas, putting them into a sticky ball, and then throwing it up against the wall. Like, I just envisioned those sticky hands that we had as kids. Oh, yeah. Like, I guess you just write your idea on the sticky hand and throw it at the ceiling. If we did that, then meetings would go a lot better. I think brainstorming of, all right, everybody's got a sticky ball, throw it up against the wall. We'll see, one, we'll see which one sticks. That's what we're going to go with. Yeah, let the universe decide.、Uh, another one is, let's not reinvent the wheel. Yeah, that's way overused.、Uh, and make sure you get you all your. You know what that means? That what? means, I like the way we're doing it now. Right. I like the way we're doing it. And there's it. always room for improvement. Absolutely.、Uh, another one is、um, let's circle back on that one. Let's,、uh, let's, let's circle back. Maybe next week we'll just circle back. Which means I'm too busy for it now? Yeah. Or what? Right. What does it mean? I don't even think the people that use it know what it really means. Let's circle back. It means I have a lunch date and I can't really go into that right now. Which another buzz、uh, cliche word, is, which is very similar to the circle back, is let's table this. Let's table let's this. Let's table this idea. We need to look up the origin of that one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why did somebody say, let's table this? See, like, my brain went right to like the nights at the round table, which wasn't actually a round table, was it? I don't know. Was it, did it even exist? The Knights of the Round Table and King Arthur? That was a fake story, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't, was that real? I wasn't there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. You weren't, you weren't hanging out with Guinevere? Just no. Like,、hey. I was Lady Guinevere one year for Halloween. You weren't one of the ladies in waiting? No. No?、All、I、right. don't wait for any man. Ooh, all right. All right. That was a Lord of the Rings quote almost.、Okay. Nice. A little bit of AON in there. <laughs> nice.、Uh, another.、Uh, Another corporate buzzword cliche that people use a lot and overuse, according to Preply. Let's、uh, work hard, play hard. What does that mean? That means overtime gets you more relaxation over the weekend. Oh, okay. Let's work really hard and do your job. Yeah. And then you can play later. Yeah. Which is, isn't that like just like a life motto? Right. 
Isn't that what we do anyways? Yeah. What about put a pin in it? What does that mean? Also means I have a lunch date. I can't talk about it right now. We'll come back to it later. We'll circle back. We'll circle back, put a pin in it, and uh, let's not reinvent the wheel on it, guys. Oh, my brain just exploded. <laughs> uh, last one. Let's get all our ducks in a row. Why? I, mm. What ducks do you have? Do we do? Do ducks perform better as ducks when they're all lined up? I think so. Yeah. I, I've never been around a lot of ducks. Yeah, and where are the ducks going? Because the ducks, I know, uh, anytime I ever see, like, a family of you ducks. You know ducks. Yeah, the ducks. Uh, you know, the ducks that you know. Yeah, I just hung out with them this last, last weekend. Oh. You, you don't know the ducks? I don't. I was not there. But all the ducks in a row means, like, they they all I know is they follow their, their leader. They're usually the mom, and they follow them into the into the pond. But why do we? Why don't we, in a corporate setting, in the business, need to have ducks in a row? What ducks? Is it the ideas, the plans? Let's get everything in place. Do they have briefcases? Are they invited to the meetings? Like now, I'm just thinking about ducks. I don't even remember what the ideas were. Exactly. Unless you're a duck farmer, when else do you need to get your ducks in a row? Yeah, I don't know these. These phrases, they're just, the metaphors are too much. Why can't we just say what we mean? Exactly. Um, so I think what you need to do, everybody, that when you send a mass email, a reply-all email to everyone. Start they, coming up with your own phrases. Come up with your own phrases, but then also try to use all of these buzzwords all today. Yeah, but if you used them all in one email, it w nobody would even bat an eye. No. They would just be like, yep, this is our work lingo. Sounds like a great idea. You have to start making them up, like... All right, well, uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow and make sure you stir the pot counterclockwise. All right. <laughs> what does that mean? No one's going to question it. No one's going to question it. They're going to be like, you know what? She sounds like she knows what she's talking about. She sounds like she knows how to be a leader and mm -hmm. she's going to she's going places. Mm -hmm. Her future is bright. She's going places in this world. Also probably witchcraft, but I don't know. <laughs> so uh, uh, what buzzwords and, and cliches are you tired of? Uh, feel free to send us an email if you'd like, and we will promise we will not reply all. Uh, let's talk at WSJM.com, or you can give me a call, 925-WSJM. Uh, I don't know if you're taking a shower right now listening to this uh, show, but uh, have you heard about this uh, orange in the shower trend? Yeah. It's not like there's rust in your shower. No, it's actually where people are eating oranges in the shower. It's on social media and uh, in the realms of uh, trends like this. Like, <laughs> mainly most of them are coming from TikTok. Um, it seems to be one of the less dangerous and, ob and less obnoxious ones. Now, supposedly eating an orange in the shower has some, several benefits. Like, uh, well, it's less of a mess. Peeling and eating an orange is uh, kind of messy in general, but being in the shower makes things easier when you're trying to rinse off. Uh, also, you get enhanced sensory experiences. The shower's heat is uh, supposed to enhance the smell and the taste of the oranges. So your shower may smell and, and feel more like a, a fancy hotel or a spa. And citrus fruits have some health benefits, of course. Getting more citrus into your diet is a good thing. Uh, oranges are a great source of vitamin C, and only about 10 to 12% of adults in the U.S. are getting enough uh, daily fruits and vegetables. So uh, if you're not getting enough fruits and vegetables, 
eat an orange in the shower. This just reminds me, though, of that episode of Seinfeld where he was just eating and in the shower and even cooking in the shower and even had a plumber install a garbage disposal garbage disposal in his shower drain. So if you if you want to do all that, hey, go for it. I'm sure somebody can help you out with that prog- project. Uh, we we don't eat oranges in the shower. We do use oranges to uh, kind of keep pests uh, out of our backyard because things like skunks and possums and things like that, they don't really like the citrus fruits. So that helps, I say helps, deter them. But every once in a while, they show up. Uh, but speaking of animals, uh, National Park Service put out a list of tips for if you ever see a bear in the wild. And one in particular really stands out. Uh, this is one, and I don't know if you ever read those signs when you go to like Warren Dunes State Park or any of the county parks. Uh, do you read the signs that, that say warning? Well, you probably should because one, you'll learn about a lot of safety tips, but you might find little uh, nuggets like this one. One of the, the warnings says, uh, never push a slower friend down, even if you feel that the friendship has run its course. <laughs> Uh, I don't think the National Park Service can joke about stuff like that. Uh, but the National it's their p- way of getting people to actually read an otherwise boring set of suggestions. And it worked. Uh, the tweet has more than 8 million uh, views. So just keep that in mind. Don't, uh, don't push a slow friend, even if your friendship has run its course. That's a, it's a good mantra to have. Um, and speaking of uh, National Parks, um, well, actually... First off, speaking of animals, uh, there's a guy that ran into um, an armadillo. Yeah, you ever seen an armadillo? I've seen him on the uh, side of the road or kind of out in the wild down in Florida. But a guy in Florida is warning his friend about an approaching armadillo. And here's what happened when the armadillo got too close. Jacob, don't touch it. They have nasty stuff. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Um, But uh, back to the national parks. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Yosemite National Park uh, closed indefinitely due to heavy snow over in California. Yeah, it got really bad. Uh, They closed the park after record snowfall hit the state. Part of the park uh, had snowfall of up to 15 feet deep. Yeah, they had like 40, 40 inches of snow or more, and then the the drifts were 15 foot deep. Um, that's crazy, 15 feet. Wow. Uh, and while uh, crews are working to restore the services, they're, they're, uh, no reopening date is planned yet. The park has been closed since February 25th. Wow, over a week. Um, but, yeah. That's what happens when it snows and starts drifting like that. Um, but uh, not usually expected that in California. They're getting a lot more snowfall than they were ever getting, really. And when it comes to snowfall here in southwest Michigan, we're not sure how much we're going to get with our winter storm warning that we have today. Um, but we'll certainly keep you posted. You can always check out the WSJM app. Um, closings, cancellations, and delays. If, if we have those sometime later this evening, I know there's a lot of afternoon activities from uh, districts to some other uh, after-school things as well. So just keep that in mind. Um, 
by going to WSJM.com and the WSJM app. And our, our winter storm um, closings cancellations, those are brought to you by our friends at City Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning and Kepner's Precision Auto Crafters. Your Moody on the Market update brought to you by Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owners agency, with locations in St. Joseph and in Niles. And this one comes from Ryan Younger. A relatively new St. Joseph venue joining forces with St. Joe Today uh, to host their first ever Spring Artisan Fair next weekend. Union and Social event venue uh, located adjacent to Silver Harbor Brewing Company at 216 Court Street in St. Joseph will be hosting dozens of regional artisan vendors next Saturday, March 11th from 11 to 4. Now, uh, Silver Harbor uh, ownership purchased uh, the historic building just prior to the pandemic in 2020 and renovated the building and opened it in early 2022. Since opening, the venue has hosted everything from weddings to corporate events and so much more. Now, the Spring Artisan Fair is a great opportunity for the public to check out the Union and Social Space, which has flown somewhat under the radar, uh, according to St. Joseph Today's event coordinator, Daniel Crevere. Uh, now, Danielle says uh, there's a lot of people that are still like, wait, where's this place? There's going to be between 25 and 30 artisans that will be there. It's just a fun way to come out and support union and social and also the local artisans. Long list of uh, local artisans that are going to be participating. Uh, vendors include Bowl Me Over, uh, Bows and Blooms by Katie, uh, Embolden Candle, <clears throat> Eclectic Pearl Crafting, uh, JC and KT's, uh, K Glass, Kimmy Batista Art, Lil Bits, um, M's Gems, the Mandarin Design, um, Paws of Hope, uh, Pebble Creek Creations, and so much more. You can check out that full list of all these great vendors for this artisan uh, market just by going to MoodyOnTheMarket.com and the Moody on the Market app and seeing that full story by Ryan Younger. And your Moody on the Market update brought to you by our friends at Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owner's agency, with locations in St. Joseph and in Niles.